Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you. I know it, and it's and it's at least it's in the 60s today. Yeah. After a chilly, chilly weekend. You know, you can just throw on a sweatshirt. You can, and you can do it. Um, okay, so I thought that this... I, I really wish Lori was here for this one because... The Harry Styles yeah. Mick Jagger situation? Oh, I've been listening to her. Uh, but this is two of her favorite She's people. She's obsessed. She's obsessed with both Mick Jagger and with Harry Styles and that Harry Styles should play Mick Jagger in his biopic. So Mick Jagger over the weekend was 78 and Harry Styles is 26 or 7. Mick Jagger was asked um, just about some different things he was doing... Um, an interview, and he was kind of asked about um, Harry Styles and Harry's House is the new album that came out on Friday. Do you know that like every song is named after like a room in his house? Apparently, is it really? Yeah, boyfriend. He has a room called Boyfriend. I don't know, but that's what I heard. That's kind of cute. Maybe Rachel, you could see, look into that and tell us if Stephanie's lying to us here <laughs> on this live radio program. Total lies. Total lies. Which I, you know. I would accept. Um, so here's what he says about him, because he's being compared to everyone compares, you know, Harry Styles to him. And he says he calls the resemblance to Harry Styles superficial. I mean, I used to wear a lot more eye makeup than him. Mick Jagger said, come on. I was much more androgynous. He doesn't have a voice like mine or move on stage like me. He just has a superficial resemblance to my younger self, which is fine. He can't help that. Well, I would like Mick to be a little less prissy about the whole thing. Isn't that something? Yeah. I was I know he's gonna have to retract that at some point. Yeah. I mean it seems so sour grapes, didn't it? Yes. I mean, like, he doesn't have a voice like me. He I I wore more makeup and was more cooler and more of an androgynous yes. type person. I um It's a little bit of sour grapes, I think, from Mick Jagger. But I don't know where that's even coming from because I he don't has either. such a blessed life. I mean, I just don't get this at all because you know And he's usually pretty generous. I that's and Harry Styles has profusely talked about his love for Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones. He's played him Mick Jagger and Saturday Night Live. He's done other things and just talks about how what an influence he was. Yeah. So, so I just why thought, you gotta be so mean, Mick? I don't know. I was very taken aback. I find that shocking. Uh-huh. Um, and then Harry Styles, you know, he wore he said his clothes were inspired by him. So anyway, I just was very weirded out by that. It's just not very generous. It does it seems out of out of place for him. Yeah. It doesn't and, feel like the Mick Jagger we know and love. No. And if and if it's not coming up, Rachel, no worries about it. Um, I am. I'm. I'm trying to to narrow no it down, but it, I know. I'm just going to make stuff up. He just up made and that I up. Just, and no, if someone I think will I correct us, because I know there's Harry Styles fanatic fans that listen, and especially we work with one in this building. If you're listening, or her mom, you could tell us if we're right or wrong. But in the meantime, um, you know, today is a day of a lot of days. A lot of things happen today. But one of the things people are talking about is. 
um, the shortest number one song ever was one minute and 38 seconds long. And Rachel's going to play it for us. And it's called Stay. It came out in 1960. I was going to say, I think I know this song. By Maurice Williams and the Zodiacs. I haven't heard it yet, so I'm curious. So here is the very shortest number one hit ever. From Dirty Dancing. I like this song. I do, too. I've always liked this song. And I didn't know that this was what it was going to be. Very. And that's only a minute 38. And then the very second shortest song that ever made it to number one at a minute and 53 seconds is this. I like this little Nas guy. Uh-huh. I, I feel do like he's too. pretty fun. I do too, but people are PO'd about him being inducted already to the Songwriters Hall of Fame with the likes of Burt Bacharach. I, I actually would agree with because that. Because his lyrics compared to some of, and, and I think it's a little... Um, it's just too ages, soon. It's too soon. It's too soon, but he's already being inducted and people are like going crazy over it. But so those, if you just have a quick second to look and listen to a song or have to do karaoke and want a song that's quick, those are your two choices. That was free. Right. You're welcome. I like it. <laughs> Old Town Road would be hard to sing karaoke, though, wouldn't it? But it only it, the pain is only going to last a minute 53. Okay. You can be in pain for that long. Some of the other songs that last forever that you just think, how do I get out of this moment? Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Well, that one, of course. <laughs> or, or, or the um, day the music died, you know. Yes. Or uh, what's the other one um, with Harry Chapin? Uh, Cats in the Cradle. That's oh. a long one. <gasps> but who would ever sing that? I hate that song. Cats in the Cradle, cradle and the Silver Spoon. Or you could sing the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Take it along on the telephone now. That's a good one. Do you know who is the worst? Like, if would you ever sing like Bob Seger? I love Bob Seger. All the way to Fire Lake. <laughs> like, just stop. I can't stand that guy. You know who has a ton of hits that I listen to? It was to? Hollywood <laughs> Nights. God. I hate that song. But I mean, you know who has a ton of hits who I listened to yesterday? Burt um, Bacharach. Dionne no. Warwick. Oh, no. Yes, of course, those guys. But, um... Oh, for crying out loud. Now I can't think of it. Oh, this is going to drive me. It's going to be right here. My old school. Um, um, Steely Dan. Oh, yes. They have so many hits. Steely Dan Radio is a good one. Just Yacht Rock. Pull yep. up Yacht Rock. Yacht Rock. If you want like some fun, just like nostalgic tunes, pull I, up Yacht Rock. I couldn't believe how many hits. I'm like, this is another hit. And this is another hit. Oh, gosh. We are way past. Time to go. When we come back, it's... Stephanie's random thoughts. We'll be right back. <laughs> this is Lori and Julia on My Talk. Back to the Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. <laughs> all right, Stephanie, what do you have for randoms today? Okay. I'm going to talk with you about the upcoming holiday. Memorial Day. Yes. It is this. How exciting. It's coming up. We Kicking have, off the summer. Yes. So this weekend we'll be playing replay shows. If you're a weekly disher and you are wondering, we will not be live. Good to know. We're not going to be live Saturday, Sunday either. Lori and Julia will be a replay. A Memorial Day 
Guess what it was originally called? Well, you won't guess, but it was not called Memorial Day originally. It was called Declaration Day. Okay. And it was to honor deceased soldiers. And you would decorate the graves of the comrades and people that you loved with flowers, flags, and wreaths. Memorial Day did not become a legal holiday until 1967. Doesn't that seem late? That seems late. That seems late. It wasn't always celebrated the last Monday of May. It's moved around a little bit. Why did it stick there? Does it say? Or just was moving? It was a moving target. It was a moving target based on... What did it say? It It was a moving target based on the Uniform Monday Holiday Act in 1971 placed it officially on Mondays. So there you go. I did one of the coolest things I've done is I went to the Arlington National Cemetery and happened to be there on Memorial Day. Oh, that watched, is cool. And watch the tomb of the unknown soldier yes. and that whole present. It now that is if you go to I love DC. But I mean that is an amazing place to go. That was way cool. Yeah. The that whole cool. taking your kid yeah. there is always a blast. That was cool. Okay. <laughs> on Memorial Day, many people freak out about picnic food, right? Yes, well, so, we're all supposed to be having picnics and being with family. That's right. And I have Dolores' potato salad recipe, which you should find on my website because it's the delicious And tell everyone your recipe. website. Uh, Stephaniesdish.com. Mm-hmm. But the reason it's good is because it's with lime, lime juice, and it doesn't have a lot of egg, and it's just really fresh. Everybody that eats it loves it. But it does have mayonnaise. And okay. how long do you think mayonnaise is you okay. can leave your mayonnaise potato salads or your macaroni salads outside before, before you get into some trouble? How long? All right. This is just a guess. I'm going to say. Now, this is if it's 90 degrees oh, or more. Oh, outside. for crying out loud, then that's like 35 minutes. It's not going to be that cold. I mean, hot. Um, you can leave it out for. If if it's over ninety gr- degrees, an hour. Okay. If it's under ninety degrees, two hours. Yes, I believe that. So that seems like way longer than I would have thought. Well, yeah, that is. But you always do. I love potato salad. I know everybody loves potato salad. Potato salad's the best. I love potato salad. Um. Okay. So that's the time that you can leave your items out. Um. What is the number one type of salad to have on Memorial Day. I thought this I one think, was a little strange. So it isn't potato salad. I'm just going to say it that. is not. Okay. Um, I'm going to say um, macaroni salad. I don't yes, know. Yes. Pasta salad. Yeah. Do you eat a lot of pasta salad? I, I was just surprised. We would always make the pasta salad with the suddenly salad um, spice and the chopped up, you know, tomatoes and, and celery and cucumber and then put in, some salami and some cheese, you know. Yeah, kind of yeah. like an antipasta yes. salad. Yes. Um, all right. What do you think is the most popular flavor of ice cream? Strawberry. That would be number three. Chocolate. That would be number one. Vanilla. Vanilla is number two. I love vanilla ice cream. That's what I buy all the time. Now, do you love, I'm curious about that. All the time. Do you love the vanilla flavor? Do you love it because it's a base and then you can add base. things to it? You know what I just had in my base? Because I buy those little tiny Haagen-Dazs cups now trying to manage Yes, again, Julia only eats small containers, small spoons, <laughs> small portion sizes. I have seven of them. <laughs> Which is fine, but it, you, it's your I form out, of portion control. My portion control is a coffee cup. 
You know, that's what I I work from, a fourth of a coffee cup. So um, I had it, I put peanut butter and jelly on it. On your vanilla ice cream? Huh. Very good. I I put vanilla over it, like liquid. More vanilla? Liquid vanilla Uh on it. I'll put cinnamon in it and stir it up. I'll make hot fudge. Oh, I've done all that liquor. Bailey, Kahlua, Tia Marie. (laughs) Frangelico. Frangelico, Amaretto. Um... What's the other one? Here's a day. Everything. Yeah. Every liqueur works on ice cream. Cream to menthe. Yes. She's just no, go, keeps trust going. Me. Trust um, me, I've done them all. One thing that's surprising to me about ice cream flavors is that there's a flavor that's more popular than cookies and cream that I feel like this can't even be possible. Okay. Is it um, Cherry's Garcia by Ben & Jerry's? No, but that... That's, is danger zone in my house. That's the best one. I could eat that entire cherries. pint oh, yeah. in one sitting. I, of course. No problem. No, that one I do. Butter pecan. You know what? Who is eating all the butter pecan? The older people, but you know how good, good butter pecan is. I it's, mean. It's so good. I mean. I know. Eh, better than cookies and cream? Which, I, again, like I love and cream, cookies I and cream. Like, I don't like cookies and cream because I don't like e- I I have right now Martha's sweet Martha's cookie dough in a bag in my refrigerator. Okay. Freezer. And I'll just eat one of those at a time. I'd rather oh. do that than have it with the ice cream. I don't like the combo. You probably can't get the T-Rex cookies then because there's like two cookies in a bag, but they're the monster cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is it. not working in your portion in control. Sitting. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Uh, okay. Here is a little festive tip. Okay. If you are serving cocktails over the Memorial Day holiday, and yes. of course you're probably going to, take your ice cube trays and put raspberries or blueberries yes. or lemon slices or strawberries. Something just make them cute. Make them cute. And mm-hmm. then whether you're having cocktails or mocktails, mm-hmm. it's like a festive feeling. Yep. You can also put like a sprig of thyme or a sprig of rosemary or a leaf of basil. Would you put that just in water, then sparkling water? You can put it in sparkling water, but mm-hmm. you could also like, you could have a gin and tonic with a thyme filled ice cube. Is that good? Very. Oh. Herbs in your drinks. If you want to just yes. amp up well, your life. we've You've told us. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Shrubs. And here's... Well, shrubs are great. I love shrubs. Shrubs... Actually, nobody probably has more shrubs on hand right now than I do. <laughs> I'm looking for my shrub gift today. I love a oh, shrub. Oh, I didn't bring one in. Love a shrub. Okay, because I literally have so many, so it's good to know. I'll leave it in your box. <laughs> but if you have herbs and you slap them or rub them in your hands, 
just because you have to rough them up a little bit to release those scents. That's right. You told me this before and I forget. And so when you're in a bar, sometimes you'll see someone slap the basil or slap the mint, but you can also just rub it in your hand. Is that why they muddle? Yeah. Like they for, do. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I yep. do. Okay. But sometimes that... you don't want like all of the like salad in your drink. No, you you just want a little like effervescent or a okay. little flavor or a little scent as you're bringing it up to your face. Oh my gosh. So these are my handy Memorial right, Day you know, tips. This is good. And then a gift to bring the hostess if you're going to someone's cabin for the weekend. Um, A tea towel. Mm-hmm. I know tea towels, but I mean, then you can throw away the old ones. Mm-hmm. Soaps. Thank you notes or shrubs. This That's is, my list. It hasn't changed since no, last week. And, <laughs> and I, and I was not. just checking back or in to see if, if you know any... someone that likes peanut butter, Cheryl's peanut butters, Cheryl's nut butters what are about, fantastic. Okay, but what about bringing the basic? What about bringing an 18 pack of toilet paper from Costco or an 18? Funny. You know, That's funny. I like it. I mean, because no one people, ever brings toilet paper to my cabin and it's expensive. So why no, do, who's bringing a roll of toilet paper to your house? Sometimes people do. That's but hilarious. I mean, but bring sure. Buy, I would buy accept the, your toilet paper gladly. And some sunscreen, like a three can. Stop with your sunscreen. All right. You've got sunscreen obsessions. <laughs> Anyone that's going to wear sunscreen has their own. You're going to be okay. Julia's been coming after people with sunscreen since I've known her for thirty years. I'm all about your toilet paper idea, though. <laughs> Keep your damn sunscreen to and yourself. large garbage bags. <laughs> yeah, also handy. I mean, there's, there's things. Yeah, handy. You know, you just if think Lori about- shows up at the cabin on Memorial Day weekend with a giant 18-pack of toilet paper, I'm going to laugh and know it was you. And if she shows up with sunscreen, I'm going to make her give it back to you. All right, perfect. We're going to take a quick break. This is Lori and Julia. All right, so we're, we're here. It's Monday. It's the bottom of the hour. We've learned... We've learned about Memorial Day weekend things. Um, I had a lot of very random things. Do you have more? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've got random up at the wazoo. <laughs> okay, so just a little mini half-day update on the Johnny Depp trial. Ooh. Um, everyone I know inside, outside of the pop culture movie world knows is watching this. It doesn't matter your background, what you do anything it's Everyone, real gross that we're just but yes it's 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 gross tv that you have one eye shut and one ear shot how long still, is it gonna go on well, it's too, 20 like, days it's supposed to wrap up this week okay okay so today um who do you think's ahead so far well today i think amber heard's people did pretty well but johnny i think in the court of public opinion no one ever liked this woman right you know and they've and you never hear any of her co-stars saying she's this great person either so it's just kind of like she just unfortunately, you know, social media is pretty mean. She was a people. nobody from Nowheresville, yeah. and then she married Johnny Depp. And, and then, I think by then she'd had one movie, maybe. Yeah. And a few, you know, little roles. Yeah. So anyway, but it's yeah. So today they were going to call Johnny Depp back to the stand, and they decided not to. Um, so he is not going to take the stand today because we've been waiting for that. But um, they're both pretty. I mean. It's just, I just, he really had a drug and alcohol problem beyond belief. Do you think that she will kind of end up being persona non grata in Hollywood after all this? She already was, she already kind of is. But is that because of all this? Like people just see her as litigious and scary and kind of like they did with, um, after Weinstein kind of blackballed all the various women. Um, 
I don't know. Mia Sorvino. Yeah, no, I kind of Winona Ryder. I think even again, she hasn't had any huge roles. I know, and but that with or without Johnny Depp, I don't know that anyone's saying she's this phenomenal actress, right? Right. Or this, or that people really want to work with her because they're excited about her art, right? So I don't think that had much to do with him. So I don't know. Yeah, I have blinders on with this one too, a little bit. They're just both horrible for each other, but because you think he's guilty or not guilty, or yeah, I have feelings that I just think that they were horrible, and I really believe he had a drug and alcohol problem beyond. But I don't believe he hit her. I just don't. I guess I really don't know. Yeah, and if I was in a court of law and I had to decide based on some of the, and I haven't heard everything, right. I mean, I guess I'm with you that they're both just horrible for each other. And this was a horrible relationship. Horrible. I guess maybe you'd like fall on his past. Like he was never accused of being abusive before. Right. But But Ellen Barkin did say over the weekend when she she was on. He threw the wine bottle. Yep. And she said that he was very controlling. We know that. We know he was controlling. We know he was jealous. But again. But doesn't that usually lead you in the direction of unstable and perhaps it doesn't abusive? I don't, I don't know if it. I feel like he was probably um, verbally. I just don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. There's, you know, who I also don't know as long as we're don't knowing. OK, I still have such deep Wanting to know and don't know about Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Oh, gosh. Like, why is she so mad? Still scorched earth with him. And you say that because? Because the divorce is not settled. Right. Because they're still fighting over stuff. Now, they're both pretty wealthy people. He's probably more wealthy than she is. I guarantee you he has tried to make her go away. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty certain. And yet... She won't accept. It keeps going on and on and on. And that leads me to believe that there's just giant scorched earth and that he must have done something so egregious to her. But we don't know. He fell out of love with her. We know this from an inside track. That That he he, fell out of love with her. He told her he fell out of love with her. But that happens. And And so like you wouldn't want just to like. She is run with that. She can't. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. She's making sure he doesn't have a relationship with the kids. Oh, gosh, I can't believe we're talking about this. We can never talk about this. With Lori? Oh, we fight. We have certain things we fight over. You and I have agreed. We, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Meghan Markle, the gold digger. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Um, you know, we have our people. You were on this Jennifer Ant team Aniston during the Brad Pitt days. No, <laughs> yeah. You, felt, you know, whatever. I just don't think Brad Pitt is a bad person. And I he doesn't appear to she, be by she, many accounts. And she sold half of their vineyard and... And didn't um, even tell him. Right. Like, I don't even know to how a that's major legal. Liquor, to a major liquor brand, and he's suing her for it right now. So there's those two... Wow. That's, but don't you wonder, yes. it's like this case where if what happened... Was it what happened on the plane? Was that the final straw? Like, we had the inside scoop on that because we had the lady that worked at MSP Airport that was on your show that, like, saw well, everything on the tarmac. International Falls, and she called Colleen and Bradley, actually, right before okay. our show. Yeah. But so, was that the thing that was just, like, the final straw? Or was that, like, the incident that was inciting the complete... It's just crazy. I feel like she always left everyone, and he left her. Before Brad Pitt, she was in charge of the beginning and the end. He even if that's true and she's just bitter Betty. Yeah. 
It's been years. I know. Like, move on. I know. I just, yeah, it's weird. And and you don't see a lot of people in Hollywood or in his life that talk about, but that that he was a creep or a jerk no. or a horrible person. No. But to be fair, you know, a lot of times when the people are abusive, you don't know. Nobody knows. It just happens what happens behind closed doors. I think he drank a lot. But that is not crime. I know that. That but makes I mean, you a bad partner. Yeah. That maybe is like really hard to get past. Yeah. And maybe that's just like John Voight. Like, because she had all the problems with her dad. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've always just wondered if we're ever going to get to I the bottom of that story. I, w- I hope we do. Someday. And she's just going to hold on to this until those kids are done. Well, and and that's, the damage is already done. And that's not okay. I know. All right. I <gasps> just feel like that's not okay. Wow. I agree with you 100% on that. But let me just tell you who came to Johnny Depp's, who okay. was talking about it. So, Courtney Love. Huh. Uh-huh. Um, she said that. Johnny Depp saved her life when she OD'd outside of the Viper Room in 1995. I believe that's true. Mm-hmm. But does that make him... Nothing. It doesn't make him anything. I'm just sure. The character witness, yep. Um, she said, I don't want to make judgments publicly. I just want to tell you that Johnny gave me CPR, you know, when I overdosed outside the Viper Room. And it was when she was dealing with the death of her husband, Kurt Cobain, when he died by suicide a year earlier. And they were both young. And she said, he said, after that, he's reached out to their daughter, Frances Bean, multiple times. Um, she claims the actor wrote, actor wrote Frances Bean a letter on her 13th birthday amid her father's untimely death about her mother's battle with addiction. He reached out to Frances Bean and wrote a letter. Johnny, when, when um, um, Courtney Love says, when I was on crack, Johnny um, helped Frances through this. All the social worker, he put, he wrote her a four-page letter that she's never showed to her mom. And he also sent limos to her school where all the social workers were crawling around trying to get her to talk about what's going on with her mom and stuff. And they took her out a different way in the limos. And then he took her to Pirates of the Caribbean things. And he kind of just kind of was this guardian a little bit for Francis Bean, which I think is nice. And so Francis Bean said, um, you know... He saved, uh, she told her, mom, he kind of saved my life, mom. Hmm. The plot thickens because partly that seems really nice, but then it also seems partly really... The timing's interesting. And it seems just strange. He would do a lot of, he'd go to hospitals for kids, you know, who were, he, he liked that, he liked his character. Also, though, pers- like so much of... He, he's so tragic. He is so tragic. Like he wants to be loved. loved. He wants to be liked. He wants to do good things. And he had such an addiction. And, and I think yet, he's sober now. He loved her. He, he loved drinking. He loved, oh, he talks about how much he loved it. Yeah. Oh, so I know. hard. I know. Like Ernest Hemingway-ish kind of. Yeah. Yeah. You're right about that. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, it's time to Hollywood speak. And today we're going to do a really good job. Oh, <laughs> this is my hardest segment. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right, we're going to give it out the old Hollywood try. And here's one that's kind of shocking to me, but I want to hear what you think, Steph. Billie Eilish, the singer, finds having Tourette's syndrome exhausting. Of course. Right. A hundred percent. Like, is yeah, absolutely. Who even knew she had it? I did. You Actually, did? Did you yeah. watch her Apple? 
You did? I never knew this. I did not this. watch the documentary okay. about her, but I remember early on. And when she sings, she doesn't have it. She doesn't have it when she's on stage, she And said. that's not uncommon. When you're in, in the zone, the, your or Tourette's like goes the away. Or the way your brain processes okay. music. Or um, I'm trying to think. There was a famous actor that had Tourette's. And when he was acting, he didn't have it. But then he would have it in his personal life. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not surprised by that. Okay. Did you watch the, you probably didn't, but American Idol, her brother Phineas was a performer on it. Right. And it was the weirdest Dan thing Aykroyd in the world. has a mild syndrome of Tourette's. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I just have to tell you, watching Phineas, her brother, who yes. is very talented producer, who's yes. worked on all of her records, he did this weird thing on Idol and it was like, they didn't really introduce him. And then he just started dancing and singing around, and it wasn't good, and it was weird. Is this recent? It was like uh, probably a month season? ago. Oh, in this yeah, season? Yeah, in this okay. season. And then all of a I sudden, love like... to watch that. Oh, Kurt loves it. Kurt likes to have emotional TV watching. He should probably <laughs> watch This Is Us, because he cries at American Idol in the first 10 minutes every show. Oh, This Is Us is impressive. I know. He yeah. would like it, because he, he likes to cathartically cry. Yes, um, but yeah, Kurt was like, what was that? I was like, I don't know. And then like, uh, they're like, and thanks to Phineas Eilish. And I was like, oh, wow, was that bad? But yeah, I digress. But yes, I did know she oh, had Tyrets. I, I never knew that. Yes. Okay, so that's, and I could see where that would be exhausting. Yes, for sure. Because that's when you spout off randomly. like, And your brain is like working double time to try to stop. And yeah. you learn strategies for how to anticipate it right but yeah you really that's a hard one. Oh my gosh i, I read a book about that um and it the guy that wrote the book um james fry that wrote the book about treatment million, million, little, million little pieces. pieces his brother wrote a book um and it is one of the best books i've ever read so i'm gonna look it up okay um and it's about having um Tourette's. really yes okay. it's so good Oh, Bright, shiny. No, that's the other book. Hang on. James Fry's brothers book. We're getting there. We're getting. They're there. half brothers. Oh, okay. Um, that whole scandal just brings up a whole. Yeah, because different... James Fry wrote three books. I know. I've read. I liked all of them. Um, We've liked all of them. Even okay. though all the scandal and everything with Oprah. Wow, was that a big? Remember all that million yes. little pieces. I mean, that was a scandal. She had to have a special on it because she endorsed the book. It was a scandal. Oh, my gosh. All right, well, you're looking that up. Okay. All right, so J-Lo has on her new J-Lo newsletter, which you have to subscribe to to find out all the inside scoops. (sighs) I hate this. Okay. I want to, but it bugs me. Okay. Her biggest beauty secret is... Lotion. Sleep. Oh, you had mm-hmm. to get pay money to get that. Yep, that was that was that one. Mm-hmm. That was that one. All right, here's another one. This is a tennis player, Naomi Osaka. Do you know who she is? Yes. Okay, she is leaning towards not playing at Wimbledon after her first round defeat at the French Open today. I can this girl um, just retire. Like, does she have enough money to do that? Oh, she made she's just miserable. $62 million last year. Here's what she said. And this is, that's interesting that you say that. First of all, Rafael Nadal won today, in case anyone wants to know. He's playing. He's back again. He's got a permanent foot injury. But 
We'll see how far he goes. Okay. Because um, the French Open started today. Roland Garris it started yesterday. But so the thing about Naomi Osaka is, you know, she has spoken out about mental illness. People have really embraced it. A lot of, you know, athletes have started talking about it yeah. as a result of her yeah. coming forward. It's fantastic. But um, she hasn't played well in a really long time. She's really struggled with tennis. And so she is saying basically because Wimbledon... All these big tournaments, the Grand Slam tournaments, you get extra rating points, which would make you be the number one seed in the world, the number two seed in the world. And it all has to do with your seeding, which is a big deal. If you're a lifelong tennis player, you want to be number one. And she she has been at the top. Um, But because of Wimbledon deciding that they are not going to use have Wimbledon be a rated tournament this year because of the Russians um, that they aren't allowing to play yep. in it because of the war in Ukraine. They're taking away the rating, and she basically has just said, it's a, it's just like an exp- expedition game to me, and I don't play well unless I'm competing. I, I just can't go at it 100%. I didn't even make my decision yet, but I'm leaning more towards not playing given the current circumstances. I don't know her, but she just really seems like this playing tennis is a gift and a curse. It really has been to her. I would agree with you there. And I wish her love and light, and maybe she should just stop. She just hasn't played well. And you know that happens. Yeah. People go through cycles, right. and some people you're meant to do things for sometimes. Some people are meant to do it forever. Who knows? Right. But if it's causing you so much, and you, yeah, I don't want to judge her because you I, can't. But, but be I, done. If it's such a find the next thing there's because a lot of things in she's people's made lives so much money and she and could, she's probably going to be okay right she is going to be okay you know like if she needed to do it for the money mm-hmm. to support her family like i guess i'd feel differently but if this is just torturing you and i i gotta be honest even that statement feels odd to me because she, it feels mentally ill oh really that she's leaning towards not playing in it fine play or don't play but her rationale for it mm-hmm like I can only compete if I'm competing. Like, but, okay, fair. And also, it's Wimbledon. And 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 if she doesn't want to do it, then she should just decline. Right. right. Well, but for you know, it yeah. just sounds like she's all wound up about it. Yeah, I agreed. Okay. Okay. Um, Sybil Shepherd, love. Uh huh. And Bruce Willis, one start in what moonlighting? Moonlighting. That comes quick because it was happened a couple decades right. ago. Sybil Shepherd <laughs> and Bruce Willis. Here's the headline. Were once very attracted to each other. They hated each other. They did not <laughs> like each other during the whole production of that show, and I know that for a fact. But they might have had real like sexual chemistry, I which it. comes across sometimes when you don't like someone. Yeah, like when uh-huh. the sixth grade boy throws gum in your hair, and your mom says to you, "Like, oh, that means he really likes you." Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but yeah, I think okay. The book that I was looking at is "Look Me in the Eye." That's about Asperger's, honey. Right. You you were talking about Tourette's. We were talking about Tourette's. Oh. And I was going to even mention that because oh. you gave me that book to borrow years ago. That Didn't you, you love, love that it? book. That's a great book. Love but it's about book. Asperger's. And okay. I'm like, is she looking at Asperger's, that? Asperger's, Tourette's, mental illness. I don't know. We're splitting hairs. Okay. All different things. I know. All very- <laughs> of course they're different things, oh but gosh. it's still a good book. I Look just me have in the to eye. laugh. I just have to it's laugh. It's about the guy that. that did the pyrotechnics and the guitar work for kiss in the day mm-hmm. who happened to be the brother of james fry yes the million little pieces guy yeah okay now we've taken it all 
Um, We've we, come full circle. Rihanna is in awe of her baby boy with ASAP Rocky, barely leaves his side. Well, gee, the kid's three days old, so how big of her? <laughs> but, oh, everyone loves their baby. It's like you can't believe you had it. You can't believe this little thing comes out of your body that you love so much that changes your whole life. And it's so overwhelming and amazing and incredible. And of course she would feel that way. Who didn't? No kidding. Some people do, I guess, but I don't know them. No kidding. Nick Cannon, who has, you know, he's decided he's going to have a vasectomy because he doesn't need to populate the world. That guy. Yep. He talks about the relationship between his children's mothers and he says they don't have to all get along. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to just justify his wandering wiener for the rest of his life. And I hope he keeps getting roles and makes it, uh, making a lot of money so he mm-hmm. can make all the wives and all the children's lives incredibly comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the 30th anniversary of the movie Pretty Woman with Julia Roberts and Richard Gere. That seems impossible, but wow. And she, Remember, she was the biggest thing in the world. She was amazing and she, still is. Yeah. I loved that she wore the tuxedo recently yep. when she was on the red He's carpet. And, and she's still with that Danny Motor yep. who we could never understand what they saw. And she's got Hazel and what's is Phineas or other kid. Yep. Phineas and Hazel. And then they have another one like Jack or something. Love. Like yeah. Just want good things for her. Very, very good things for her. All right. One last random is um, Abba hopes to go one better than the um, hologram things that they tried to do with Elvis and Michael Jackson in in a new immersive performance. The Avatar. Are you for that? Yes. Okay. I think that sounds amazing. (laughs) Would you go see them? I mean, like... Because they're having, like, the holograms of them, but they would have a live band. And they were going to do this with Whitney Houston, too. Ah, the Whitney Houston one, because she's dead, creeps me out. Okay. But maybe, because I just, it would be so fun. Right. And depending on how much the ticket was, like... Would I pay $50? No. Right. Or would I pay $1,000 like well, we did for Silk Sonic? But Did you? When oh, did you? it wasn't quite 1000 but it was a lot. We went and saw Silk Sonic in Vegas. Wasn't it great? It was amazing. Like right. one of the best shows we've ever seen. And we saw... We had such a blast. Just him in Vegas. He's... Bruno Mars is... We could... I mean, we'll never forget it. We danced for hours and just died laughing. The outfits, the people. We had such a blast. Isn't it was that a, fun. And when I bought the tickets, I was like, hey, Kurt. And he was like, well, I like them. And yeah. I'm like, it's really expensive. He's like, well, it's kind of once in a lifetime thing. That's how it's so going. Glad. And then right they now. won the Grammy like the next week. So They're great. so good. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia. Steph Hansen is filling in. And uh, we'll be back after this.